Welcome to another episode of the Creative on Purpose broadcast, conversations about finding fulfillment through more meaningful work. I'm your host, Scott Perry, author of Creative on Purpose, available on Amazon, or visit BeCreativeOnPurpose.com to get started with free chapters. Let's meet today's guest. Andrew Weber, welcome to the broadcast. Please introduce yourself and share a project that you're currently working on or excited about. Hey, Scott. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I never get picked for anything, so I, you know, this, is, this is fantastic. Um, I'm Andrew Weber, as Scott said, and I have a blog. I'm a creator of a blog called Create and Change Every Day. And it's a blog dedicated to uh, living the creative life. And what I mean by that is living every day, doing something every day, and creating every day. Um, And I started this blog because I feel like there's a lot of us that don't live the authentic, truthful version of ourselves. And creating is this skill that we can develop and habitualize and um, you know, do every day, and it it can definitely move us forward and to find meaning in our lives. Fantastic. Well, that's uh, right away. This is one of the reasons I think that you and I connected after uh, after my graduation from Alt MBA, and you're or you're also an alumni of that program. Um, and that that's this shared idea that we have that creativity is kind of a natural human instinct and impulse that too many of us get disconnected with or are not uh, as fully engaged in as is healthy and beneficial to the to any enterprise that we're involved in. So where did uh, there's a couple of of things I want to touch on already, but where did the project originate from? So that's a great question. Um, It was a couple years ago and I was feeling really stuck. And I think there's this feeling and you know, a lot of us can't put our finger on it. It's just we're stuck. We have a great life. Things look good. Um, but there's something inside of us that isn't quite complete. And so I was feeling that way and I couldn't figure it out. And so I had a truthful conversation with myself. What do I love to do? What is it that I'm missing? And when it came down to it, there were lots of things that I was missing. And there was lots of things that I should have been creating. And I realized the connection between them was creating, like I needed to be making and doing. Um, And so I started this blog as an experiment to see what would happen. And it's been profound um, in the sense that I realized that, you know, we focus so much on the end product of whatever we do, whatever we create. And it's really about the process. It's about the process of learning what's happening while we're doing. And so it, it was, you know, because I think we get stuck in our own heads of what we think people are saying or what they will say when we make or do something and or create something. And it's not it's it's not productive. Right. Instead, should we be maybe asking ourselves, what is this teaching me or what am I learning? Awesome. So just out of curiosity, how which session of the MBA did you graduate from? Uh, five. And so you were right, the session right before me. And how soon after that did this project come to be? This project was before the Alt-MBA. Fantastic. I I started it, um, I think, five five or six months before. 
Oh, and wow. so I was right in the middle of it. So I was, it was, you know, it's funny because what I think one of the most successful things about the alt MBA is that you're required to create, you're required to write, you're required to do. And I think that made it incredibly successful and tied into what I was doing on the blog. So, um, yeah, I think it's a very, creating is a very powerful tool, a tool. And I feel like we get wrapped up in creating is, is really something that's designated for somebody who's very special or they're born with this ability to create. And I think you said this best when I read your book, which was, you know, 50%, I think of Americans don't feel like they're creative. And that's not true. That's just not true. It's just that it's a skill that needs to be cultivated. Um, and, and it's so powerful because it ties into every part of our lives, relationships, you know, uh, what we do, our business. And so it, it, for me, what I realized is this is everyone has it. Why aren't we using it? Why aren't yeah. we creating, creating on purpose? <laughs> well right? said, well said. That's a, that's a catchy phrase. I'm going to have to hold on to that one. Um, well, that's so one of the premises of, of my work at Creative on Purpose is that we are all creatives and it's to dispel the notion held by at least 50% of the world population, actually more than 50% of the world population, 50% is the figure that I've seen most often for the United States, which is at the high end of right. the, the spectrum. Um, but we are all born with a creative capacity and we all still have a creative capacity, whether or not we self-identify as creatives or not. That's right. And um, I love that. I love that you, so, so your experience with the Alt-MBA is interesting to me because what the, you mentioned the rigor of the Alt-MBA and the doing and the writing and the connecting and the feedback and the processing and all that. It is a rigorous program. And many of us go in there, I being one of them, with an idea of what what we want to get out of it in terms of how we want to move a project forward. And my project was online guitar lessons. And I graduated from Alt MBA six was like, I'm done. I don't even want to do online guitar lessons. I had like this whole other new interest. Um, and it was the writing that was the powerful thing for me because I, I've always thought of myself as a decent writer and I've always really liked to write, but Going into the alt MBA in my early fifties, I, you know, realized that I hadn't exercised that muscle for over well over ten years, which was you know the last attempt maybe being a blog that lasted for six posts, you know, and right. then before that maybe even like not really since college, right? Uh, with the exception of infrequent forays into journaling and whatnot, um, but. Writing is such a powerful way to thrash your way to clarity. Right. Uh, and, and doing it publicly seems to be, make it even more powerful. And that's one of those acts of creativity that we maybe, so we all write, right? You and I wrote a bunch right. corresponding about this broadcast. We write emails, we write texts, we write social media posts. Um, we make meals. We are... Uh, doing all sorts of things as creatives all the time. We're making things. Creativity right. simply, I made something that didn't exist until I made it. Right, exactly. So tapping into that, what's the, I'll just ask for your insight into this because I've been thinking about this a lot. And one of the ways that I, I, I kind of push back when people insist that they're not creative 
or that they don't have a creative capacities. I asked them as a child, did you make up songs? Did you play with dolls? That's right. Did you build with Legos? Did you color in books? Did you put on plays? You know, I've never met anybody that can truthfully answer that they, as children, were not only creatives, but fearless creatives. Right. Fearless. It didn't matter about, and I, th- I think when you're a child, you don't, it doesn't matter about the, the product. It's just the doing, it's the process. It's, you know, I think you, your last guest and you talked about um, puppets, right? Yeah. yeah. Puppets. And I mean, did you think about when you were a kid, like, oh, well, when this puppet's done, I'm going to try to sell it. And I'm, you know, it, it's got to look the certain way. No, it was just the process, I'm sure, of making it and doing it and you had fun with it. And so we somehow lose that along the way. I don't know if it's because of, you know, we are a answer-driven society and a metric-driven society, um, but it's important to create. It's important to just do it mm-hmm. and learn about the process. Um, and I mean, embrace like, that. Yeah, and embrace it and embrace it and not to focus on the outcome. Well, that's exact. So this is another point that you've already brought up that I want to circle back to, because that's, I think that that's, that's where um, institutions and the culture teaches us that what we don't use the, the idea of purpose and creativity as, um, you know, creating with a, a specific motivation, intention, and a generous, um, uh, impulse to share and to enhance and elevate others' lives. We think about that. That the purpose is what's it get you? What's okay. wh- what attention do you get? What right. money do you get? Okay. What status do you achieve? And you spoke to this. You, you you've said the words, and and this is um, a really important part of my work with Creative on Purpose. Is the results are things number one that are beyond our control. So okay. attaching your creative impulses to specific outcomes is a recipe for suffering mm-hmm. because it's your ideas are going to get launched into a world that's chaotic, that's noisy, that people are coming to your ideas with preconceived notions and agendas. That's uh, right. And, and, you know, the marketplace is going to take it and twist it and pervert it to serve its evil purposes and, and maybe not your intentions. So it's, I think it's, it's really important to let go of that attachment. You don't have to be so doggedly focused on the results and outcome. Pay attention instead to what you actually do control, which is the reasons. What is the That's motivation? Right. What is the intention? What's the aspiration? of your work. It doesn't mean that it's going to succeed, no. but those are the things that you work where you have the ability to at least influence mm-hmm. a desirable um, result. Any, any further thoughts on, on, on that? I, I mean, 100% when I was writing this blog, I mean, there were times that, and I mean, I still write the blog, but when I was deep into it doing it every day and, you know, posting every day, I realized that I made stuff in, up in my head that pe- I thought people would think or say, or I would get a reaction. There were times I, I would worry. I'd be sending this out into the world. And I think, well, this is really a dumb idea. Nobody cared. Right. I didn't get any feedback. Nobody cared. 
or I would worry about something and I would send it out there and people would be like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. This has helped me today. I have a new perspective. And I was like, really? So I say the audience doesn't have cue cards into what you're thinking. Like just do it for the sake of what you need to do it for and keep going. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I think one of the things I say in my, my first book, the store creative is that uh, I, I talk about um, the idea of create or the, the, the notion of arts for art's sake is in a way kind of an amateur's hustle. And it's because I, I have a distinct, I distinguish between what art is and what creativity is. Creativity is what we do every day. We do it, whether or not we want to acknowledge it every day. It's a skill that can be developed that can be applied to art. Right. Exactly. It is something separate from art. Well, and because art is the, the, I think my, I think creativity elevates to art in part through the thoughtful application of what we discussed earlier, motivation, intention, aspiration, and action. But what really differentiates art is art is put into the world to create change, which means that art has to be done in public. You can create, if you want to create on your own and do creativity for creativity's sake, I say have at it. I do that in all sorts of spheres of my life. Just, you know, the doodling and the poetry and the, the things I would never share with the world, that's that's just for me. And, and that's for its own sake. But when I post something to social media, or if I engage in a conversation with another person, or I am performing a song on stage or teaching a lesson, that's art because I am, I'm doing that with the purpose of causing a transformation, causing a change, even if that change is simply to enhance the world or to enhance somebody else's experience. And at the same time, enhance my own and so um that uh that and so there's a a different level Stephen Pressfield would call it turning pro right right um so you you've done this so do you feel like in order to do you need to be a pro to do art is that what you're saying I I I I I'm I guess the assertion that I'm making um, which is assertions are meant to be argued. So let's 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 get down. Um, uh, the assertion I'm making is that art is done in public. That if mm. that that that's that's the defining characteristic because art is meant to change. Art is not art is something beyond aesthetics and it's beyond uh, mediums and disciplines. It's mm-hmm. it's art that's meant to be put into the world, and you're the 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 impact of that art the influence it has the um the quality of the uh transformation is going to be in part based on your the amount of of intention the purpose-driven part of it Mm. um if you're i i just think that saying well because what happens here's 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 my reasoning when I hear somebody saying it's just it's art for art's sake, what they're saying is, I don't want to I don't want to hear your feedback. I don't want to hear what you think about it. Um, 
because or and they usually only want to hear not hear it if you have questions or um, criticism about mm-hmm. about what's being done. And I I distinguish between criticism and feedback in the book as well because I think criticism is something largely that comes from anonymous people with agendas rather than generous people with a desire to help. Feedback is meant to enhance or elevate somebody else's work by giving them something, uh, by sharing something meaningful about the work. So for them to think about and decide whether or not it's something worth improving, iterating, developing, or, or what, or whatnot. You have any, I'll give you a chance to weigh in on that. I'm thinking about what you're saying. Give me an example of what you're, I mean, a, a concrete example. Cause I, I, I want to, I kind of, I want to think about this more. Like, this is interesting. So uh, if, if you paint a, a beautiful painting and nobody sees it, it's kind of like, you know, if a tree falls in the forest, does it, you know, does anybody hear it? I mean, or does it make a sound? Does it matter? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, it's not engaging with the world. I see. So you're saying that it doesn't matter if, if we don't put it out there. I just, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm saying it's not art because I think art, and and this is, this assertion is just really built on our friend and mentors, Seth Godin's assertion that, that art is done in public, that art is something that's meant to be shared, that art is something that's meant to cause transformation. And, and it may be that somebody's act of creation, the, the act of creating may enhance or change the person doing the creating but there's no yeah. general there's no generosity beyond the self there there's no there's no connection with others there's no um there, there's mm. no impulse to be generous to be generous and to help and serve serve others and i think that's an important uh component mm. of art so i guess my my assertion is all art involves creativity but not all creativity is art. Right. I would, I, yeah, I would agree with you there. Okay. I think art for me is transformation. And whether that means that it's something private that I do or that I put it out, I don't think that for me, at least public, you sending it out in the public is irrele- irrelevant. That's just my. Gotcha. We'll have to, we'll, we'll, we'll agree. We'll have to, to dig deeper. We'll have to scratch this a little bit more. Well, I think, you know, I think about, uh, I get your, I get your emails and I, and I read a good number of them. Um, and what I see is I see a thoughtful, creative, interesting seeker, you know, co- trying to come to, to, trying to come to truth, trying to come to understanding of life's big ideas right and doing it and sharing sharing that journey and in a way inviting me on that journey right because that's, that's right. the the other thing an artist is saying an artist is in a way a leader because they're saying i have a vision i have an idea i have a way of looking at the world that i think matters and if you agree with me i'm going i'm going over there i would love for you to come with me and if, if it's not for you, absolutely fine. Absolutely right. fine. I understand. Right. Um, so, 
you know, I, I look at your blog as, as a perfect example of what we're talking about. It is a creative project. It is, um, it, it is beautifully conceived. It is intentionally designed. It is, um, uh, virtuously motivated and it is, um, generous because it is being it is shared which allows me to it invites me to to go along and to also be changed and to also think these big thoughts and to also um explore possibility and develop my potential if you don't share that again still a creative enterprise but there's no art going on because you're not you're not changing me because I don't even know it's there. I see. I see. But does art, I guess my question is, does art have to change someone else to be art? Is, it, is that what you're saying? I don't think it has to. I don't think it has to change it, what, them. Because what if it transforms the person that's making it? Right. But is that transformation? So the answer to the first question is no, it doesn't have to transform another person, okay. but it has to be shared with the intent Mm. And, and because what happens then is if it doesn't cause transformation, transformation for the audience for which you intended it, then, then you have to go through a process. Did I share it with the wrong audience or did mm. I share the wrong audience with the audience that I seek to serve? I mean, and so we, it begins this again, now there's a collaboration, a conversation, a communication, a connection loop happening. That's going to elevate the work. Mm. So Speaking to the second point, can you be transformed in the, through the, the, the act of creating your own stuff? Of course. Right. Is that transformation, personal transformation, going to be as deep, profound, or meaningful without engaging with other people? Because right. when, you, when, when you say, Scott, I wrote this blog. I wrote it for people like you. I hope you like it. Now all the good stuff, right? The tension, the yeah. feedback, the, right. um, the back and forth, the connection, uh, the permission, right. uh, all, all the good stuff is, is there. And I think the opportunity for real growth and change is, is exponentially enhanced through, through the sharing. Can it happen without? Sure. But then again, it's even if that change happens for the artist through creating her own work for herself. Right. What's, what's that for? If I mean, because I, because I mean, I mean, you, did you, when you made creative on purpose, did you do it for someone else or did you do it for yourself? Oh, absolutely. Well, and so you spoke to this very early on. Yeah. And this is, this happens, this happens in every conversation on this broadcast. (laughs) You entered the MBA and you started a blog because you were scratching your own itch. That's right. You were solving, you were attempting to solve your own problem. Right. And through the process of working with others as an artist in a public forum in Alt-MBA and and exposing yourself to rigor and feedback and criticism and iteration and, you know, all that stuff, you became a, I would argue, you became a better and stronger. Oh, sure human being and artist. Um, and it, it furthered the, the process for you. And it, and in turn, that made the impact that you were having on others 
uh, more meaningful and, and profound. Um, so I started creative on purpose off camera. We were talking about my evolution <laughs> of my right. project. Right. Um, and that's how it happened. I went from something that very few people could understand or connect with to something that many people understand and connect with because I kept saying, I made this. What do you think? Oh, you don't like it. Gotcha. Going to think about that for a minute. I'll be back. And it was just, you know, that constant process. And, you know, we haven't even touched on the, the, the elephant in the room, which is what about, you know, the lizard brain and the fear and all this stuff oh, that sure. prevents us from doing that. Um, and we are uh, coming up at the end of our, our, our time to chat about this. So I think we're, you and I will have to schedule another one of these, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So, I mean, so in the, the I, I'm going to give you um, the final word on this, but the other thing that we haven't yet done is we really need to give people where they can connect yes. with you after this broadcast. Yes. You can find me at create and change everyday.com and you will find all sorts of goodies in there. There's, um, you know, lots of, there's actually one thing I'm super excited about is I've just started a creatives and coffee, which is there's five steps into getting, you know, getting someone else to meet you for coffee and just talking. And so there's, I've detailed on the, on the website, five ways that you know, five questions to ask to really make it friendly and approachable and just fun. It's fun. fun. So create and change every day. That's where awesome. you can find me. So your most recent project, which I think I actually, I commented on that you email, you um, involves other people. That's awesome. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in closing, yes. any, any, any last thoughts on what we were just speaking about or, or any other sure tidbits to share um, for the audience that might be, uh, you know, thinking about these same big ideas or um, looking for the encouragement, inspiration, or uh, support to begin their own creative journey? Well, we definitely have to talk about further our conversation. I'm really curious about this. So it's, it's really fascinating. But for the, every, the audience out there, the most important thing is to live a creative life. And what I mean by that is to really, if there's some, you should just sit down and do what you need to do today and start today. Whether it's, you know, it, it can be as simple as writing on a piece of paper, create, and you'll be profoundly, it'll be profound if you keep going every day. You know, if there's something, if you're a lawyer and you've always wanted to write a book, start writing it, write the first word. Um, if you're, you know, if you're a mom and you need to, um, you know, you, you know, you've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, do that first step, contact or connect with someone who is an entrepreneur and just write that first email. Um, and you'll see your life change. I mean, it, it, you know, creativity is a skill. And if we cultivate it, it really does bring meaning to our lives. Excellent. Well, well said. And those are great, uh, profound words to end on. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you're still with us, we appreciate your time and attention. Please connect with Andra Weber at one more time, Andra. Create and change every day.com. And it's always great to hear from you at becreativeonpurpose.com. Remember the words of Epictetus, learning that does not lead to action is useless. So go out there and share your best work with those that need it. It really matters. Andrew Weber, thanks so much for your generosity and being here and for all the great work that you do. Thank you so much, Scott.
Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're still with us, we really appreciate your time and attention. Please connect with our guests wherever they live online. And it's always good to hear from you at BeCreativeOnPurpose.com. Now, remember the words of Epictetus. Learning that does not lead to action is useless. So go out there and share your best work with those that need it. It really matters.